What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fierce, Favored, and Spiritually Grounded. I'm your life coach and host, Tanya Williams. In this episode, we're going to give you tips for a successful life. So, many people define success in many different ways, but um, even though there's different tactics on how we can be successful, um, but the strange things is what works for everybody really just depends on your view for success itself. You know, we think of doing well at work and earning a high salary as success, but actually, you know, you can have many professional accomplishments and um, it can actually be many pieces to the puzzle you know, it could be just anything that you individually define success. It could be a great wife or a great mother. You know, you don't actually have to go out into the work field or have your own business or anything like that to um, see yourself as successful. It's really just the ability to reach your goals in life, whatever those goals may be. So what you can do to boost your chances of achieving these things Um is just creating some successful habits. So there's really no right or wrong way to be successful. And what works for you might not work for somebody else. Um, you know, and there's no perfect combination of ingredients that can guarantee you success. But there are some basic steps and tips that you can follow that can help you improve your chances of being successful in life. Um, whether it be love, work, or whatever happens to be important important to you. So the very first thing I want to talk about today is your mindset. You know, we have to really be intentional on building a growth mindset. You know, people who possess a fixed mindset believe um, things such as intelligence are static and unchangeable. Um, Those with a fixed mindset believe that success isn't a result of hard work. It's just simply a consequence of innate, innate talents. But because they live and believe such talents are something people are born with or without, they tend to give up more easily in the face of challenge. So they quit when things don't come easy to them. Um, and they believe that the lack of an inborn skill need to excel. So those who have a growth mindset, on the other hand, um, they feel that they can change and grow and learn through effort. Um, People who believe that they are capable of growth are more likely to achieve success. Um, And when things get really tough, they look for ways to improve their skills and keep working towards the success, even though things are not really going the way they want and that there may be challenges ahead. So um, also studies show that people with a growth mindset believe that they have control over their life, while those with a fixed mindset believe things are just really out of their control. So, what can you do to build a growth mindset if you don't have one? Number one, believe your efforts matter. So, instead of thinking um, that your abilities are fixed or stuck, you know, people with growth mindsets believe that effort and hard work can lead to meaningful growth. Also, learn new skills. So, when faced with challenges, look for new ways to develop knowledge and skills to help you overcome those challenges. Um, And view failures as learning experiences. And I can attest to this. I've learned that, you know, um, people with a growth mindset don't believe that failures are a reflection of their abilities. Instead, they view them as a valuable source of experience from which they can learn and improve. So in other words, if something, you try something and it doesn't work, you know, just say that didn't work. Um, They may think, you know, okay, I'll try something a little bit different and they'll tweak it and things like that. And that's really 
what you need to do. And remember, I say it all the time, you don't fail unless you don't try. So it's okay if something doesn't work out the way you envisioned it the first time. Number two, we have to improve our emotional intelligence. Overall, intelligence has been believed to be the factor um, contributing to success in different areas of lives, but emotional intelligence refers to the ability to really um, understand, utilize, and reason with emotions, and emotionally intelligent people are able to understand not only their own emotions, but those of others as well, and they're actually really in tune with those emotions, so if you think, hmm, I'm not really in tune with my emotional side, then I'm going to give you a few ways to really just improve and tune into that. So pay attention to your own emotions. So focus on identifying what you're feeling and what's causing those feelings. Manage your emotions. I know this is hard, but as women, sometimes we act out of our emotions. So step back and try to view things with an impartial eye. Avoid, you know, just bottling up or repressing your feelings, but look at it from a healthier way of dealing with what you're feeling and lastly listen to others i know many of us are talkers and not listeners so this might be a little more challenging for some than it is others but this don't only involve hearing what they're saying but also paying attention to like their body language number three we have got to develop mental toughness you know this really just refers to resilience Um, to carry on and continue trying even in the face of obstacles and people who possess this mental strength see challenges as opportunities they also feel that they have control over their own destiny and and confident in their ability to succeed and are committed to finishing what they start so you know you may be asking yourself what can I do to increase my mental toughness well I'm glad you asked so number one it's so important that you have to believe in yourself. So cut off any kind of negative self-talk or the ways um, that you are self-encouraging. If you have people in your circle who um, talk negative or they never can, you know, be your cheerleader, the number one thing about success, no matter what it is, even if it's just losing weight, is you have to believe in yourself. So any kind of negativity, you've got to get that out of your way because that's a stumbling block. Number two, keep trying. You know, even when things are impossible or we have setbacks, you know, no matter what we do, those things are going to happen. You know, just um, one of the key habits is to just keep pushing forward. Keep trying. No matter what the setback is, just keep moving. Number three, set goals. So Mentally tough people know that in order to achieve, they got to start by having attainable goals. And these are not necessarily easy to reach, but you have something to aim for. And I always suggest start off small. And once you start accomplishing those big, you know, build to something bigger. And lastly, find support. So doing things alone can be hard. I can attest for that. A lot of things that I've done, I've had to do alone. I've had to, you know, figure out on my own because I didn't know people that were doing it at the time. But some of the best things are mentors, friends, or co-workers that can help you through those tough times. And sometimes just talking things out loud with somebody, it'll make things click. And just hearing yourself say it, it'll make more sense to you. So number four, you have to strengthen your willpower. (laughs) Now, this, this is a big thing no matter on what you're doing. Um, 
because willpower is huge and characteristics of willpower tend to be a part of an individual's overall personality but they're also something we can improve so it just takes strategy and effort so um one thing that you need to do to improve this is remove distractions so um you know if you're trying to lose weight for an example and you're having a really hard time what do you got to do you got to stay away from snacks um anything distracting yourself in the moments of weaknesses avoid those things you know you got to push yourself to walk more and secondly practice so when we practice willpower it's something you can build and it takes uh, time and effort but start making those small goals that require uh, willpower to achieve and avoiding like the sugary snacks that we talked about and you know as you achieve those small goals again that's when i said earlier you can move to those larger goals and um, number five focus on motivation so what you have to really think about and ask yourself what really motivates you the most do you find yourself um you know keep reaching your goals or is it you know what what makes you feel inspired so it could be money rewards praises or you know anything like that so if you're doing these things because you enjoy them um because because you find them meaningful or because you enjoy seeing the effects of your work then you're driven by um motivation so continue to do those things and figure out what it is that will boost your motivation so here's a couple of things that you can do to help boost it um, challenge yourself so pursuing a goal that is achievable but not necessarily easy is a great way to increase increase your motivation to succeed um, one thing about challenges is they keep you interested in a task they improve your self-esteem and they offer feedback in areas that you can improve on so choose something that's a little bit challenging to help you get motivated but it's also exciting at the same time and stay curious so look for things that grab your attention um, that you'd like to learn more about um, take control so it can always be hard to you know stay motivated in pursuit of a goal if you don't feel um, you know any real influence over the outcome so look for ways that you can take an active role in it and lastly don't fear the competition this is the one thing that people kind of get hung up on and i try to tell people all the time we're not in competition we can be doing the same thing but it's not a competition there's power and numbers so don't compare your progress or your journey to anybody else's um you know look for others for motivation and inspiration but remember we all have different paths so yours is not going to look like somebody else's and someone else's is not going to look like yours and number six last but not least we got to nourish our traits that are linked to our high potential so um if you're trying to learn how to be successful in life consider that you know the things that you can do to nurture these traits so be conscious um, of people consider their effects and their actions they also um, consider how other people will react and feel so you can nurture this trait by you know just thinking about the consequences of actions or considering other people's perspectives and um, you know challenge your perspectives and considering uh, um, opinions and ideas other than your own not fearing the unfamiliar we said that before and being willing to change and 
And that is a huge one. Anything that you're doing is going to um, require change. So don't, it's not always going to feel good. It's not always going to look what you thought it did. But, you know, be open to it and grow through it. And also, you know, be, value diversity. Um, that's a big one. Um, I have learned that being around a divi- diverse group of women and things like that, um, I love it because it not only challenges my mindset, but it opens me up to new ways and ideas that maybe I didn't think of before. It also just opens up different perspectives and things like that. So, um, be be capable of adjustment. So, you know, you got to... During difficult situations, you got to see them as opportunity to learn and grow rather than just obstacles that you got to go through. So be open to change when plans or situations change. Just step back and look at ways to cope with it. Um, You know, we have to be courageous. So the world's most successful people are often, um, they exemplify great courage. They're willing to take risk even if they face potential failures. So, you know, we got to let go of those negative emotions and focus more on positive feelings. Uh, Balancing risk and common sense, being cautious um, can also pay off depending on the situation. So, like we said, curiosity, we we talked about that before. People who are successful tend to be curious about the world around them. They're always eager to learn more things, um, find new knowledge and skills so they can cultivate your sense of curiosity by just uh, learning new things um also competitiveness you know successful people are able to utilize competition to motivate them but avoiding um prey of jealousy so you can nurture a healthy sense of competition by just focusing on your own improvements rather than worrying about being the best um or just pay attention to your progress and focus on that and be happy when others succeed. This has really been a big one for me. I try to celebrate women, especially on Facebook and social media. I'm really happy to see other women win. And, you know, that that is really a big thing. I think um, when you wish others well, it's almost like you're planting um, a seed. You know, you're not letting that competition or jealousy or anything like that um, sink in and, you know, you're really happy for everybody. And really it's not competition. There's room for all of us to grow and win. So be that encourager to another woman. It's hard for us as women to get started. And sometimes that's the hardest thing. And most women, we don't have a lot of people in our, um, circle who will be that cheerleader for us especially when we're starting off something new and you know most of us we think we're too old or our time has passed or oh i've got my kids and i got to do this but let me encourage you guys you know i was well into my mid 30s almost late 30s before i even realized what my purpose was and i'm now 44 years old and i feel like i'm living my best life so um it, it was a struggle to do those things because I didn't have cheerleaders in my circle at the time like I do now, but I didn't let that stop me. So let me encourage you guys to, you know, really celebrate others and get you a tribe of women who, even if it's just one, who will congratulate you and be your biggest cheerleader, even through your failures, because it is so important. 
But this concludes this episode of Six Steps for Success in Life. So thank you guys so much for always just rocking with me and listening to me. And if you're not following me, check me out on Facebook at Tanya Williams Life Coach. And always feel free if there's any subjects or anything like that that you would like me to discuss. Feel free to email me at tanyawilliams01 at gmail.com. Until next time.